It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Need to get caught up? It's easy. Uh, head over to jlnkshow.com. You can stay up to date on all things JLNK. That includes every episode of this award-winning podcast. We got all of our YouTube videos up there, and plus all the social media links, so everything you need. Boom. Conveniently located, jlnkshow.com. Uh, so what do we got coming up in the podcast today? Hey, we're going to learn seven fascinating facts about female masturbation. Oh. We're also going to talk about how dolphins, dolphins are social animals, right? They hang out in packs, they swim around, they have a good time. Yeah, what we all learned that the, back in the day, the dolphins were the only other animal on the planet that has sex for pleasure other than human beings. Well, we're going to find out today a really interesting fact about dolphins and how they recognize their friends. Well, I mean, it's not because Bob has a mustache or Lisa is loose. No, no, they have to recognize their friends another way. (laughs) There she is, old loose Lisa. Everyone likes to have her around. (laughs) We're going to find out how to have outdoor sex today. Then we got a couple of potty stories we'll cover as well. Um, First, we'll start with this guy. Oh, yeah, then we're going to jump into... uh, This will be the most awkward part of the the, the podcast because there's two dudes in a room, and we're not old enough to forget puberty. We all remember puberty. It scars you that those scars remain until the day you die, I'm going to guess. So we'll find out the worst parts about going through puberty. Some of these things you may have blocked out. I'm not going to say you've forgotten about them because they're fucking in there somewhere. But we'll regurgitate them here in a second. Uh, First, this guy's. This is kind of a a decent story. Uh, this, This dude, he's a Brazilian model. Oh, must be pretty good looking. Which tells you he's a bit of a hottie. How hot is this guy? Well, he's got nine wives. Well, no, I take that back. Now he's got eight because one of them decided to leave the marriage. Oh. So he's a hot dude with what I assume is eight hot wives. He has big dreams of expanding his family. He wants to have some kids. But then there's the dilemma. Oh, I got eight, I got eight ladies here. Which one am I going to bless with a child? Why select one? Why not bless them all? He says, uh, How the fuck are you going to feed all those kids? Trying to figure out which one of his harem will be the chosen one to produce a child. He says, Hey, why should we even try? The man has developed a sexual rotation. Those are two words most of us are never, ever going to use. No, for most of us, it's right hand to the left hand and then back. It's a sexual rotation to keep the ladies all satisfied. Can you imagine being so hot and so good at sex that you can just... You're like, and the women are willing to go along with it. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll all marry you, and we'll gladly rotate around your wiener. Hey, this dude says it's it's too much. It's become exhausting and unsustainable. <laughs> so he's decided. Moan. He decided when it comes to having children now, no one is going to be chosen. It is first come, first served. What does that even mean? Whichever woman gets pregnant first, it will be chosen, he says, by fate. Oh, uh, he does say no matter who it is that gets the baby, uh, good news for the baby, the baby will be loved equally by the entire family unit. Eight women. That's more so, than thats more than once for every day of the week, man. They're all in it together. I mean, good for him. Good for him. Some people have so much while some have so little. All right. Now the uncomfortable part. 
They asked, uh, this is from Reddit, what are the worst parts about going through puberty? Now, most of us have already been through puberty. If you haven't yet, I don't think this is the podcast for you. No. I think you should, there's a Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. podcast somewhere. If you you should go listen to that, because this have, isn't. If you don't have at least three errant armpit hair pubes, then uh, then hit, hit the stop button. So what are the uh, the worst parts about puberty? Um, It's your... Your appearance becomes more awkward by the day at a time when you are most conscious about the way you look. Everything is awkward. My, yeah, your skin is oily. You've got pimples all over the place. They're never convenient. And the boners. There are so many boners. Yeah. They asked uh, the on Reddit. Con- the constant pounding erections, Jason. I, I, I like this because it's spot on. They asked dudes. They're like, hey, what was the worst part about, you know, puberty? And I don't know. Maybe girls don't know this stuff. So the guys start chiming in. Again, uh, most of these begin with boners. Uh, all the boners. And this one. All the, all the random lewd thoughts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, you're, you know what? The, the point where your body is most raging with hormones, most of us were little fucking criminals. I didn't know that I was capable of thoughts like that until puberty. Uh, one guy says, I thought I was going crazy or I was becoming a bad person. Um... They said, finally, it took a lot of time, but I began to understand that it was uh, normal to, to for all of this. Being constantly, desperately horny all the time. <laughs> Meanwhile, your voice is breaking and you have painful acne, and perhaps most importantly, adults dismiss your problems, or they just give you horrible advice. Lots of people chime in about the cracking voice. I don't really remember that. No. That one guy says, I sounded like T-Pain on auto-tune. I never had the voice change. It just happened gradually over time. But we had a, a two friends that had just awful voice cracks. And all all they would do is say something in class. The voice would crack. And then everyone in the rest of the class would mimic what they just did. Hello! Which I'm sure just, you know, made them also a little more self-conscious. Yes, dudes. What's the worst part about going through puberty? I forgot about this one. Being smelly, sweaty, and awkward. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one guy says, I went from five foot five to six foot three in 18 months. The aches and the pains were unbearable. Two of my brothers went through that where they had those intense growth spurts and they got real tall, but their brain didn't catch up with how big their hands and body were. So they were constantly fucking knocking shit over. Every glass at the table would get knocked over because their, their arm is literally longer than it was yesterday. Yeah. Hey, here we go again. Random, uncontrollable boners. <laughs> uh, you're simultaneously... Hey, all you're thinking about is, like, how to see titties, how to, like, touch titties. How, how long is it going to be before you get to see some titties? Like, are there going to ever be titties in your future? You'll probably never see titties. You're simultaneously the horniest you've ever been in your life, and you have the least amount of game you've ever had. <laughs> it, it's a fucking cursed existence. Acne, for sure. I never had it that bad, but I remember being very self-conscious about it. Oh, yeah, when you're that age, you don't have to have acne. You just have to have a pimple, and you feel like you're a burn victim. Everyone's staring at me, Rocky Dennis. Oh, then you're all concerned. You're like, I can't eat chocolate. I gotta stay away from greasy food. You buy fucking billions of dollars worth of oxy pads. Remember those things? Oh, yeah. The astringent pad. Yeah. Somebody says, the worst part of puberty for me was some dudes literally went through puberty overnight. Say goodbye to your short friend Timmy on Friday. On Monday, he walked in six foot one with a full beard. Some dudes literally take their entire teenage years to reach the level of manhood. Hey, that was me. 
It was a slow, steady grind, and it kept me fucking awkward and terrible all the way until today. Hey, I remember this, too. Somebody says, the smell. I remember the exact day when my sweat started to stink. Me, too. I remember one day, I just, I was like, what the hell is that? And I remember I was in my bedroom, and I was like, I was like, my God, that's me. That's terrible. There was one summer, I think I was 12 or 13, where I remember not really showering much. And then it seemed like once school started, I was showering all the fucking time. <laughs> Interesting story, dumb fuck. <laughs> you see, there was a point where I didn't bathe a lot. And I then, didn't shower, and then but I, then I did. And then I did. I Can did. you believe it? You know, not everything has to be a story, moron. Thank you. I'm sorry. Seven fascinating facts about female masturbation. Let's see how fascinating. I bet you didn't know girls do it, too. I've heard whispers. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow talks about it. We normalize talking about vibrators and doing that, normalizing talking about masturbation. This is something that we need to start doing, according to some sex experts. Hey, remember going back to puberty really quick. Remember when getting accused of masturbating was like the fucking, the, it was the deepest. Oh, yeah. The, like, oh, my God. They're he, like, yeah, you jerk off. Yeah. or we, uh, Jack off. That's what yeah, it was yeah. back then. They're like, yeah, you jack off. He's and totally jacking off yeah. in there. And you're like, like, no. And then you get to college. You're like, yeah, I fucking crank one out every day before I go to class. Big whoop. But, man, there was a while where you, you, it was less of a... Uh, You're like, no, I don't touch my genitals. I don't even do it when I pee. <laughs> I, I just don't. I never touch my penis. I remember thinking, I don't do that because I get so much sex. I don't have to. And then I, all of that was a lie. I did that quite a bit and didn't get any sex. So... He's a dirty jack offer. Yeah, he jacks off. Yeah. Gay. He's gay. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, that was their connotation. If you touch if you touched a penis, even if it was your own when you were in middle school, that was gay. Hey, I want to go back and like gather all my classmates and friends and be like, you guys are all fucking jerking yeah. off every day, you're, all the time, and everyone knows it. Yeah, you're gonna be grabbing onto this thing for the rest of your life. And trust me, it ain't gay. Some days it's the only thing that will bring you joy. All right, here's the seven fascinating facts about female masturbation. One, it's healthy. Sex experts want women to know it's healthy for you to do that. Oh, they say because having an orgasm, uh, that's a myth. The female orgasm, total myth. Don't buy this bullshit. Hey, isn't it kind of like peculiar that they only are they only happen when we're not around? Yeah, they're it's never like fucking Bigfoot or the Loch Ness monster. They're never in the room together no, at the no. same time. Yeah. They say uh, an orgasm from masturbation releases feel-good hormones. They're called endorphins. We know what those are. And they uh, create feelings of relaxation and uh, well-being. Obviously, that's good for you. Plus, it gets the blood flowing down there, and that keeps it healthy. Oh, here we go. Women, fascinating fact about women, they masturbate more often than you think. I've heard that. The single like any, biggest... Like anytime you don't actually see a woman, she's off somewhere masturbating. That's why they want to dispel this. That's why they want to be able to talk about this. They say the biggest, the single biggest misconception about female masturbation is that they don't. And, of course, that's going to shame some women into not. They say that's not true. Women have always... Oh, geez. This is a different way to put it. Women have always touched or rubbed their genitals for pleasure, just as men have. They just talk about it less. I wonder if for women, if it's like a set the world on fire discovery like it is for guys. Like the day you fucking figure out how to put those things all together, oh. you're like, this is the greatest fun I'm ever going to have in my entire life. And then that's all you do for like five years. They don't, they don't do it as much as dudes do. Um, 
a 2017 study found that 40% of women have given themselves the business in the last month. That's it? That's right. That's pretty low, man. Uh, you know, I was going to ask you before you answered the question already, if women treat jerking off like guys do, where you're like, oh, I got nothing going on, I may as well do this. Like if you're bored or you want to go to sleep or you're, you know, got nothing else to do. Or if it's a more of a planned activity. Hey, 22% of women say they've never done it in their lifetime. How? Yeah. The study also found that more than 50% use toys to help get them there. Ah, they also say a fascinating fact about females giving themselves the business. It's a good way for women to learn about their bodies. Yeah, you learn what you like, what, you know, what does it quicker than others. <laughs> giving myself the business is my business, and business is good. Uh, what? Masturbating too much is rare. It's rare that somebody masturbates too much. When that occurs, a person generally becomes... Generally knows because their masturbation is getting in the way of work, school, or family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too much, man. Hey, Don, you're late. Get the get the girls from uh, softball. What are you doing? Uh, sorry, I was giving myself the business and the <laughs> that I left the house late. I'm sorry. I mean, I imagine that it's like anything else. That for somebody, it's a huge, huge problem. Could you imagine that you're fucking jerking off, getting in the way of your job? Look, I, I just, I can't, I'm constantly late, to work. I am, I'm always jerking off. I have to run outside real quick. Uh, married women and older women do it too. Another fascinating fact. Solo and partnered masturbation are just two parts of a very full menu of ways to explore and connect sexually. Yeah, they say women give themselves a business, not for the young and the single. Married women, as well as older women, partake in it as well. It's available to people across the lifespan. It will improve your sex life. According to a 2020 published version, uh, a published uh, journal of sexual medicine found that women use similar techniques and stimulation to feel good during masturbation, and then they apply those techniques techniques to sex with their partners. Mm. Interesting. For some, seventh fun fact about women giving themselves the business it's a way of life for some it's the only way they can reach the end i've also heard that before women will say i can't achieve orgasms but what they're really saying is i can't achieve one during sex but you can ask them can you have them through genital stimulation oh yeah i can do that they say hey hey, i wouldn't phrase it that way (laughs) genital stimulation excuse me can you achieve through genital stimulation you never use genital in sexy talk Mm -mm. show me your genitals your genitalia they say it's perfectly okay the only way you're able to achieve an orgasm is through masturbation don't be disappointed if it doesn't happen enjoy uh the ones that you do have it's not going to happen every time but the ones that you do have they say enjoy them all right, dolphins seem to be pretty friendly animals, right? Sure. They're always hanging out together. Whenever you see one dolphin, I guess you'll see two or three or four. That, I've also heard that within a, a pod of dolphins, like a social group, that they will use uh, rape as a form of punishment. Like if one of the dolphins is getting out of line, Yikes. the other ones will gang up on it, just like go to town on it to like knock it back into line. Oh, like Shawshank. Yeah. Wow. And by the way, if you're a dolphin expert and I'm completely wrong, please message me because I bring that up in a, a lot of conversation. Okay. 
You have a lot of rape conversation? Well, no, but uh, the dolphins and their sexual nature. Okay, you have a lot of dolphin conversations? Well, I mean, it's a fun fact. When you, uh, whenever a dolphin comes up, you can always butt in okay. and be like, you know, they rape the weaker ones. You're like, oh, you know, you guys, you know what, guys, speaking of rape, I, I know something interesting about it. Um, how do dolphins, the friendly animals, how do they, how do they know who their friends are? All right. Well, I mean, I imagine the same way that other animals figure out who their buddies. Do, do other animals like have fret? Well, I mean, yeah. They taste each other's urine. Okay. That is very intimate. Uh, dolphins showed signs of recognition when tasting the urine of another dolphin <laughs> that they had already met. It's Bob! Yeah. It's not the, the, and he had asparagus last night. Yeah, they allow dolphins to identify the individual chemical signatures of their friends. Hey, what if they take a Steve-o! taste? What if they hey, take a, Steve-o! They take a taste, they're like, man, I don't fucking know this guy. Hey, you know what else they use? Genital inspection. See? It looks, dolphin, like, it looks like it's dick and balls right there. Uh, a dolphin will use its jaws to touch the genitals of another dolphin. Well, that's... It's common in their social interactions. It proves as a good opportunity also to learn the chemical signatures of their friends. So they use their jaws, hey, to well, inspect the genitals, uh, hey? Steve-O, yeah, he's a ball sniffer. Yeah, I've seen him. <laughs> yeah, I've seen his work. We're not friends anymore. They say it is likely that uh, dolphins use a lipid taste receptor to identify urine cues in their fellow dolphins. Hmm. I, you know what? I, that's that's not what I thought you were going to say when you said, how do they find out who their friends you are? You know what I learned from that? You know what I learned from all of this? Huh. I'll never kiss a dolphin on the mouth again. He <laughs> tastes like you just came from hanging out with the boys. You know Steve-O, too? <laughs> All right, how do you have outdoor sex? Uh, I've heard that sandy areas are best to avoid. Also, areas where people might come upon you. Here's a to-do and don't list for outdoor sex. You know, it's summertime, man. It's nice out there. Why not get out there and get on? You got to choose the right location, according to uh, a sex educator. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Okay. You want to find a place that feels adventurous and different without involving outsiders to your sexcapades, I guess. A sexual educator says as long as you're comfortable and in a safe place, you can get it on a variety. You can get it on in a variety of locations: your backyard, the wilderness, even your balcony. Don't forget, though, that people might see you in the heat of the moment. You may be thinking about your partner. Uh, remember, there's always the opportunity, even in your backyard, your neighbors could see you, or there's security cameras everywhere. Oh, my God, yeah, they're right. The ring doorbell shit's all over the place. Uh, they say when you're having outdoor sex, do come prepared. hi If you're at the beach, you need a towel or a blanket to keep the sand off you. If you're in the woods, you need to look out for poison ivy, probably need some bug spray. Nothing turns me on more than the smell of off with DEET. DEET. Oh, they saw, uh, yeah, don't forget things like condoms. Uh, typically uh, forget uh, forgotten in all the excitement. Don't get caught driving sex hey, outdoors. Typically forgotten, or were they? Well, the idea of getting caught might be fun. Most states have sex laws, sex in public laws. You don't want one of those, man. 
Nothing ruins a sex escapade like getting arrested. Boy, howdy. Nothing ruins anything like getting arrested. Bad, and it's really rough, I'm, I'm imagining, to go get sex again after that with somebody else when they find out that you're, you're on some sort of sexual offense list. Oh, is your house for sale? No, that's an outdoor sex sign. Yeah. Do embrace the moment. Even if the sex is great outdoors and it's your biggest fantasy, making it a reality can be intimidating. Yeah, that fucking sign in your yard makes it intimidating. Make sure you choose a spot where you're going to be able to let go and enjoy the experience and you're not thinking about the fact that, well, if we get caught, I'm going to end up with a sign in my yard and I'm going to have to notify the neighbors. Plus, you'll be in, like, the local news. You know that'll be the kicker story. And locally. No, I think that stuff happens all the time. I don't think they put it on the news. They got, you know, they got so? have people getting caught. Yeah, I'm sure people have sex outside all the time. I'm sure if if we ever looked well, I've up... I've never been lucky enough to take a gander. I'm going to bet you if we looked up from our phones every once in a while, we would probably see people having sex. I guarantee you, outdoor sex right now is the easiest it's ever been. Without a doubt. Because it's nice out? Because nobody's looking up. Oh. Everybody's looking at their phones. Because it's nice out. Yeah, there's probably people fucking in this room right now, but you and I are too busy looking at our phones and trying to do a podcast. One of my buddies used to manage a park that like had a reputation back in the day of being like the sex park. So I always ask him, like, did you when you were running that place, did you ever see anything going on? He goes, Well, I had to shoo a couple of dudes away, but that was it. It wasn't he's like it wasn't like everyone thought it was. Usually I would just yell out, Everyone can see you, and they would stop doing what they were doing. I could imagine how much fun it'd be to go to work <laughs> go to work every morning. Like, the opportunity to witness sex. Yeah. That'd be fun. <laughs> I know, I'm like, hey, hey, if I'm making the rounds later, I might, I might come upon some people doing it. What are you doing? I'm walking the yard. Yep. How'd you lose 150 pounds in six weeks, Warren? I never stopped walking the yard. All right, here's uh, here's two terrible, 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 terrible people. We'll just mash them up together because it's one and the same crime. A truck driver was ugh. a truck driver was hauling a truck driver was hauling raw sewage. Oh God! To a dumping facility, but he it's- wanted to get home. To start his weekend, so he dumped 6,000 liters of raw human waste into a canal. That's like just over 2,000 gallons. The man was driving on a bridge, crossing a canal on his way to an authorized dumping facility. I don't know why, but adding the term raw to the sewage, you always think floating poop. It like, sure there's does. Turds, there's fucking turds in there, and I know it. It occurred to him as he was driving over the bridge, if he just dumped his load there, he would be able to go home sooner. Just let that wastewater flow into the water below. So he did it. He has been charged with improperly discharging contaminants into the water. Oh, the canal is home to a variety of fish and birds. (laughs) It's the birds that make that real sad. He told the judge that his truck... The like, oh, I think there's a fishy. (laughs) It's turds again. Oh, these turds. <laughs> he told the judge that his truck had sprung a leak. Oh, sure it did. And he had no choice but to release the waste into the water. Prosecutors called bullshit, and they show video of the man unscrewing the cap of his tr- <laughs> of his tank and using a lever uh, to open the valve. Hey, you sure you want to rethink that story? No, no, no. That's what happened. Sprung a leak. Let's go to the video. No. Um... They're urging, uh, he hasn't been sentenced yet, but they're urging a sentence of several months in prison. Some bird swoops down. He's like, I think I see fish floating. He's like, nope, just a lot of toilet paper and poopy. And then we have 
this woman. Cops say surveillance footage inside the Mid-K Beauty Supply shows a woman turding in the middle of the aisle. And then casually sneaking out of the store. Security cameras caught everything. A woman, uh, the police have identified the woman, but they haven't released her name. Well, why not? I think if there's a public pooper, we should all know who they are. Yeah, I don't get to protect the accused part of this. The video's out there. I've seen a still frame of her walking. Hey, if I ha- if I won the lottery, I would find stories like this, and then I would put up a billboard. I would find out who these people were, and then I'd put up a billboard that they have to drive past every day on their way home. Don LaShawn dumps yeah. in public. I'll be like, here's Karen, and then a still shot of her pooping on video. Don't forget, Karen. They say... They say her disgusting drop-off at the store. It was significant enough that eight wigs were destroyed as a result. I don't know what that means. I I took that to mean one of two things. Either what she left in the store was of the liquid variety, and as it splashed in the floor, it hit wigs. Two was that she pushed so violently that it caused whatever was inside of her to burst out. Or maybe she used the wigs to tidy up. Oh, yeah. wi- the wiping wigs? Yeah. Uh, the police department, uh, they did. Oh, the police department does have a sense of humor about it. They said, we've already confirmed that this is not, okay, this is not Amber Heard. Yeah, we, we've had enough of yeah. <laughs> Well, we have definitely reached the end of the Amber Heard jokes. Yeah, that trial, I think, is supposed to wind up uh, ending this week, so maybe we'll be done with it. Yeah. Uh, but they are calling this woman, okay. Public enemy number two. Uh, okay, so, so the, the police have jokes, too. Yeah, sometimes these cops, I think, need writers. Well, there you go. Uh, feel a little bit better about yourself because, well, at least you weren't caught dookieing on a floor of a wig shop. That's your worst person on the planet. Thanks and, for checking her, out the podcast her, today, man. And her picture's out there making the rounds, so the odds are pretty good that she's come across a headline or an article about herself. Yeah. And be like, oh, no. See, that's the one I would put, on the, I would put that up on the billboard. I'd be like, here's Karen. She drives this road home every day from work. Just letting y'all know she dookies in the wig store. All right. Stay up again. Again, all things uh, JLNK by heading over to JLNKshow.com. Hey, we got a live podcast coming up here in the next month or so. So uh, just a little heads up. It's uh, pretty exciting stuff. Everybody seems to love the live podcast. Uh, So it's coming up right in the middle of June. We'll get another live podcast uploaded. So. Uh, until then, we still got a couple, a uh, couple of other podcasts to get to, which means we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.